Tech Trek. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff. I'm your other host, Jenny. We're glad to have you here today. Exciting topic to talk about. Jenny, I know you've yes. been waiting to talk about this one for a while. Yes, the wormhole mall. The wormhole mall. <laughs> Come on down. You can get anything yeah. you want. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. You can do quite a few things. You can buy things, eat things, pray, you know, file a complaint. I mean, file a complaint. <laughs> People Civil watch. or otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, just, you know, we have a wormhole mall that is also known as Deep Space Nine, which is a space station. Space station. And it is located at the end of a stable wormhole in the Alpha Quadrant. And the other end is in the Gamma Quadrant. Oh, wait. wait. So there's a small. There's a space station. Sorry. Space station. Yes. Space station. Easy to get a mistake. (laughs) Potato, (laughs) potato. Yeah. You say say tomato and I say cucumber. Okay. You got to be difficult. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, they're both fruits. Learn that today. Um. Cucumber's a fruit? It is. You can look oh. it up. Okay. Did you know that cashews come from a fruit? I didn't. So yeah. now there's three fruits that I've now talked about today. Cashews, cucumbers, and tomatoes. Yeah. Well, cashews aren't a fruit. They come from a fruit. Oh, okay. Well, they're fruit. General should, be, should be happy somewhere. Yeah. They're fruit adjacent. <laughs> fruit adjacent. Well, that's good. Yeah. You can call them in between, possibly. <laughs> yes, I know this from a YouTuber's song called "Did You Know That Cashews Come From a Fruit?" So we'll have to link to that in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho. So wait. So this, this this space station is is floating out in space. Yeah. Near a wormhole. Well, they don't know that. Next, next, but, well, they don't. Okay. Not at first. They didn't know that at first. But you know it because you are who you are. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I think I, we should take, even before we jump into it too far, Jenny, I think we should take a second and just kind of um, maybe pull the curtain back a, a touch to let everyone know, sort of like, hey, for the next little bit of time while we're talking, um, yeah. you know, the next 45 minutes or so of your life, which we appreciate that yes. you're taking with us, um, maybe suspend belief in natural timeline for the moment. Yeah, yeah, this, spa- this space station exists in my life. Yeah. As far as you know. As far as you know. (laughs) And I I want to go to there very badly. (laughs) But we are, you know, again, we're just asking you to just come along on the ride with us. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Welcome to Tech Trek, where tech from Trek is now. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to make that into a (laughs) t-shirt. Okay. (laughs) I'll buy one. You'll buy one. It'll be great. And they'll have two sold. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we have uh, a space station. It's yeah. floating in space. Yep. And where is it? In space. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's at the end of a stable wormhole. Well, they don't know it. When, when they first... Like, okay, this, this space station was owned by the Cardassians who were harassing the nearby Bajoran planets. Planet... Yeah, I mean, occupation, occupation harassment, I mean, you know, yeah, well, depends, right? <laughs> depends on what side you're looking at it. Um, <laughs> but they're, the Cardassians really are a bunch of toughs, you know, thugs. Uh, yeah. You know, like, I don't know, when you were growing up, if your mall had trouble with bullies or gangs or anything like that. You know, that. Yeah, we did. They kind of rule the place. Um, then they realized... Uh, yeah, maybe it's not going so great, and they give up the station, uh, not without doing a lot of fun pranks. 
you know, gum so in the it, locks. Like, and... like when, like, when the mall management changes. And yeah. They kind of, like, do some, you know, yeah. vigilante justice on the place before they leave. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they take all the, key- they rearrange all the keys on the keyboards or <laughs> flip the monitors, you know. Oh, the monitor flip? That's a nice one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reroute the plumbing from the public restrooms to the public fountain. Mm. No, I don't think they actually did that, but, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway, uh, they they bail, and Bajor's like, hey, uh, maybe Federation, maybe we could join, maybe you could come help us, like, reclaim this station and uh, make it, you know, something that where we can, like, you know, have some commerce or, and, you know, people can come and go or whatever. This is a valuable piece of equipment they want to. Yeah. And they, they want to do more with it than what it was currently able to do. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Cause it was, you said that it was used as um, just like a, like just basically a platform almost right. By the Cardassians. It wasn't mm-hmm. really set up for much other use than that. Well, they did have quarks and they, you know, the bar <laughs> And they did have docking places and living quarters and weapons and and thrusters, which um, once the Federation came aboard, they started noticing some goofy stuff happening in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it wasn't Toros. That's a deep cut right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what they found was that eventually this wormhole opens up and it's stable. And like wormholes are pretty, you know, whimsical. Yeah, I mean traditionally things. they're not they're not exactly like they're not predictable. Right. But yeah. this one is. <laughs> this one is, and and the you know Cisco and everybody get the idea like, well, the space station is kind of close, but it could be real close. And they move that bad boy over to the end of the wormhole, and this. It turns it into a uh, kind of a destination. Well, more like a rest stop on the way to the Gamma Quadrant. I don't know if you're familiar with Breezewood in Pennsylvania. It's sort of <laughs> multiplex with many roadways coming in and, you know, weary I'm travelers. With, yep, I'm Fueling up, getting some food, buying some swag. I'm, you I'm know. spent some time at the Wendy's there. Yes. <laughs> At the marathon station, it's quite a quite a thing. Right, right. So, so you could say that moving the space station was quite an enterprising idea. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, not so deep cut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little on the nose, but that's okay. Can't resist. I mean, come on, <laughs> I had to. <laughs> but um. Before they found the wormhole, they, like part of the thing was there were shops. There were, you know, it was a place to come uh, for people to meet up from different cultures and things. And uh, when the Cardassians left, the merchants were going to bolt. But Cisco, being the good mall manager that he is, <laughs> realized that the only thing before the wormhole was going to save this place was like the commerce there. So give people a reason uh, to, you know, stop in spend a little money, you know, uh, learn from each other because discovery, you know, it's all mm-hmm. the, the next frontier there. New frontier? The final frontier. Final frontier. <laughs> so, <TM>. <laughs> so like other malls before, right, he forms, a, well, they form a, a merchant association try to like get people to stay and then once the wormhole comes like oh everybody's like oh hell yeah we're here um and the cardassians are like oh by the way (laughs) we want it back so the cardassians are almost like the hipsters they're like yeah we had that station before it was cool yeah (laughs) it's so obscure (laughs) yeah you you wouldn't you wouldn't get it (laughs) we wouldn't get it it's just totally totally obscure thing right um i had a question about about so um the merchant association that you kind of bring up mm-hmm. there, right? Because um, I remember, like, I want to, I want to pause the the wormhole mall analogy uh-huh. and talk about just malls, right? Yeah. Well, like, I, because I, I remember, like, so I worked in a mall a couple times, um, mm-hmm. 
early in my work life. Um, one of those times being for the massive retail giant, JCPenney. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Staple of malls to this day. Even, I mean, it's still there. Even, I know. Even dying ones. Uh, yeah. Like, we have a mall here that used to be the, it was the second tier mall, because we had two malls. Um, and the only thing left in it now is JCPenney, and they, the community will not let it go. <laughs> <laughs> They're just holding on to that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was, it, I mean, they had their own font for stuff. Like, they were serious contenders in the retail yeah, world. for sure. Um, and I, I just remember, like, my mall experience started with JCPenney's. Yeah. You know? Um at least working in the mall. Yeah. We used to go to malls a lot growing up. Oh, um, yeah. Well, you're a California yeah. guy, right? Like, totally. Hitting <laughs> oh, the malls. Like, going to malls <laughs> today because uh, it's so basic. Um, <laughs> and also, in Texas, the mall was, like, a guaranteed place for air conditioning. Which nice. we didn't have all the time. <laughs> so, at, at the point where, you know, my brother and I, being a couple years apart, were probably complete terrors to my mom. <laughs> it's like, we're going to the mall! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, and the, the thing about malls is, like, when, when they first started, you know, for the, at least around here, they were uh, built in, like, old farmland that wasn't being mm-hmm. used anymore, out in the middle of nowhere, similar to Deep Space Nine. Like, and yeah. they, the Bajor had nothing going on for it. Well, they just ended that occupation. Yeah. Um, which usually means that there's not a whole lot left, right? Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. the occupation is over. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, around here, back in the day, the farmers had stopped occupying the land, and developers came in and uh, threw down a, you know, oasis in the middle of nowhere, and people just, <laughs> like, and in our case, in our mall, Belden Village Mall, Westfield, uh, it's right at the exit of a major interstate that's convenient yeah so it's it could be a a destination place for weary travelers yeah going from ohio to florida which is where uh, interstate 77 runs needing a package of tube socks yeah yeah (laughs) or you know even a just sort of an aesthetically pleasing refill of fountains and tile and things skylights indoor plants uh you know that's right malls always have those like weird potted plant tree topiary areas yeah yeah they 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 had designed places for you to rest like weary fellas waiting on their gals because women do be shopping you know (laughs) oh it's it's so much torture to walk around in air-conditioned climate controlled (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know space right right <laughs> with the person that you've that you've decided to spend quality time with it's just a horrible right. thing yeah <laughs> well when i was uh when i was a teen uh preteen mainly uh i was i would love to spend hours there without parental supervision with a strip of latinum in my pocket you know <laughs> checking out not the a, not a care in the world otherwise not a care in the world <laughs> You know, looking for the latest Bajoran ear fangles, whatever those things are. Yeah, that goes, like, to your nose from your ear. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, getting a snack. Because, well, when the mall first opened, there were a couple of restaurants. One was a York Steakhouse, which was a cafeteria-style steakhouse that had suits of armor and all this stuff in it. So it really created a mood. So it was like an old-timey? Steakhouse. Yeah. yeah, it was like Tudor style and and all that and big heavy wooden lumber tables and they served your food on like st- stainless steel and wood. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, sounds like a Klingon would like that place. Yeah, it was good. It was. I wish I still, I think there's still one in Columbus, but it's like not that good. Mm-hmm. See if we can find it. Yeah, and then the other restaurant that they had was a two-story Burger King. At the other end of the mall, <laughs> right? It's it's uh, who would ever thought? Sorry. Like, this is an audio podcast, so people probably didn't see the fact that like it looked like I I ran into a, a post just now, but that was my yeah. reaction to <laughs> two story. <laughs> it was it was quite quite a double take. 
<laughs> and uh, and so you walk in and it was um, you could go upstairs and there were windows out on the second floor looking down on the promenade below where you know you could people watch or what have you. Eventually the place got a food court and then you know autonomous mid mall snacking as well and uh, cookie stands. Food court have the, the folks that were like from you know opposing restaurants that were serving the same type of chicken with samples. You know, they were walking yeah. around handing out samples to people. <laughs> yeah. This is the same chicken as the other place right next door. No, it's not. Yeah. Proprietary. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is Bajoran chicken. Uh, That's Vulcan chicken. Not Vulcan chicken. <laughs> yeah. That Vulcan chicken got no flavor. Right. <laughs> but, you know... This idea of the mall and then our Earth mall versus the space station mall. I mean, there's something in the middle there, right? Like, the malls really aren't a, a rest stop, but there are, like, travel stops, yeah. stations. Yeah, that, 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 sounds, that sounds right to me. Um, yeah. Living in Texas and California, we did a lot of cross-country travel. Mm-hmm. back and forth and my grandparents lived in arizona so we did a lot of drives through the desert um, between mm. texas and arizona and california and there were a couple of i mean these were like they weren't they weren't malls but they weren't a gas station right there's a place there's a place in texas that we used to go to called bucky's nice <laughs> and, and this place was gigantic um sorry it might be getting a call let me just make sure that i understand what's going on here okay <laughs> it is i will be able to call her back afterwards because she's on the left coast ah very good there's uh, a little yeah, elevator was, music um, for you <laughs> i like that it was a girl from ipanema which we yeah. probably hear in a mall yeah um so yeah bucky's was one um, and then in Tucson, close to my grandparents' house, which we always knew we were getting close um, when we'd see it from the freeway, was the Triple T truck stop. Nice. Which, um, I mean, Jenny, this place was, it had like the big restaurant, like, mm-hmm. all, like the, all the tables that were all in booths. And then yeah. like, a, I think it was like a 20 seat counter, a massive counter. Awesome. Place. Outstanding. Yeah. I mean, just a huge counter. It had a bar on one end of the restaurant, like huge. This place was gigantic. And then you walked in and there was like home goods and clothing and mm-hmm. jerkies of various kinds. Oh, yeah. Um, it, you know, some of them indeterminate. There were pickled <laughs> things. Yeah. There were <laughs> Rolling walls, of, walls of refrigerated cases, you know, yeah. just like because you can't just have a selection of soda. You've got to have every soda known to man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and and then there's uh, the rolling meat counter, like the uh, yeah. hot dogs or hot dogs, the meat tornadoes. Yes, and the... <laughs> <laughs> the meat tornadoes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, they yeah, had there's... this one. They had this one fountain drink that I think it was, I think it was eighty something ounces. It was designed for the truckers, right? Yeah. And, and it was just called, like, the Desert Washer or something like that. <laughs> Jeez. Massive soft yeah. drink. <laughs> There's also, on the way to West Virginia, is uh, or in West Virginia, going through it, uh, is Tamarack. Oh, yeah. Is, I stopped there. Yeah. So they've got two restaurant rest stops in one. One, is, <laughs> right? <laughs> it is... Uh, the there's kind of the this is for the travelers who need to get in and get out um, and it's mm-hmm. got your like convenience store and West Virginia gear and then they also have like um, a little shop for West Virginia goods really and, uh, yeah and like honey and dream catchers and that kind of stuff and then mm-hmm. um, then they have another like kind of an artisan store and they often have like a a local author signing books or whatever that they've written in there. And of course, bathrooms as far as the eye can see. Mm-hmm. And then if you go up the in hill, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. And then you can go up the hill to the more fancy pants 
area where there's almost like an art gallery feel to it. And it's this round building and it's got tons of local foods and uh, supplies and thing, art and quilts and all that stuff that sort of West Virginia heritage and statuary and all that stuff. <clears throat> so it's the more bougie. Yes. Of the two yes. Thank you. That's the yeah. word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then you have, we got the mall, not really a travel stop. Then you got an actual travel stop. Then you got some place like the Atlanta airport. <laughs> mm. Where we're getting closer to the space station feel. I'm feeling like. Yeah, that that's a really good call, Jenny. Um, for those who have traveled to the Atlanta airport, I know that you have. Yeah. I have many, many, many times. Yep. I just want to. I want to go out on a tech track limb here, and just say I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that you had to travel through the Atlanta airport. Period. End of my sentence. Well, yes, there. It is true. You get off a plane and half of the place is in shambles because they're redoing it. They're constantly redoing Hard it. Hardened our dust. Yeah. And so you walk, you get out of the plane and walk through like a post-apocalyptic hellscape, <laughs> and then, but then there's a Five Guys, so you know. It's kind of like Kronos in in Into Darkness, you know, where there's just dust flying everywhere. Yeah. You walk off the ship, it's just dust. It, yeah. No reason. It's just dust and shingles flying through the air yeah. constantly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like uh, Deep Space Nine a bit because like every there's something always broken. In the place. Yeah. And, those, those automatic garbage cans? Yeah. Oh, those are sweet. Like, science fiction right now. <laughs> and, uh, but they do run that place. Like, they can get you, pla- like, if you're, you know, as per usual, landing at one place and getting on a plane at the other end, I mean, they can get you there. Uh, the, the whole, the train system, the, the underground walkways are, like, this really kind of bizarre oasis with the like the neon lights on the ceiling yeah. and stuff and the walking sidewalk. And they're like the history sections. Yeah. Because you know, it's like the history of Atlanta. Is it like yeah. through different time periods? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean it's it's uh, an attempt at refreshing your aesthetic cup with something <laughs> artistic and beyond the <laughs> you know, the the drudge of whatever an airport brings. But just what's being the an airport? one terminal? So there's like most of the other, most of the terminals are kind of the same, mm-hmm. and then there's like the international terminal, right? Mm. Which has like all the fancy seating, yeah. And like the varsity drive-in is there, yeah. And, you know, like the really upscale clothing shops. Mm-hmm. Never had the privilege, although I have walked into a smoking lounge there once. Well, I never so. flew international out of there, but I would always go to that terminal just because the varsity was there, and I oh. had myself a chili dog. Hey, pro tip. <laughs> I had no idea you could just wander over there. Oh, yeah, you can wander over there. I took the train over, got up, went up to the food court area in that terminal, and got myself some varsity chili dogs and didn't really regret it at all. No. <laughs> well, God, I'll have to check it out the next time because I'm no. usually um, I'm slumming it with the Chick-fil-A fools. Oh, no. Varsity, yeah, you just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it feels like you have the beauty of the mall, and then the step away at a (laughs) travel stop, and then a terminal. Might be a little, I might switch those, (laughs) because terminals, at least Atlanta, is pretty darn close to a mall. It is, but at the same time, I really like the analogy, at least the comparison to sort of what we can see of Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it is the closest to Deep Space Nine. I mean, it's just like there's parts that are working, there's parts that aren't. <laughs> for no reason why there's just miles of yellow tape along a hallway with just white walls on it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's <laughs> there's oh, people. Don't mind with here. This is an up and coming section of the airport. You're gonna love it when you get back. <laughs> Which is tomorrow, and it won't be done. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just trust us. It'll be great. It's going to be great. Some year. <laughs> but, you know, it's it kind of, like, and 
go with me for a second on this. It's like you have I'm, one I'm end. <laughs> one end is is the mall, and the other end is Deep Space Nine, and sort of the like. First, we move to like you know inter interstate travel, then international travel, then interstellar travel. Inter- intergalactic. Yeah, it's almost like a you know <laughs> evolutionary chart. Yeah. But I kind of, you know, maybe it's because my first experience was with the mall. I feel like that the, the, the Deep Space Nine is a pale comparison. Each iteration is fading away <laughs> from the truth of yeah. what uh, that kind of experience is supposed to be. And just to, purely from experience, not from purpose or anything like that. So it's it, like one of those games, like one of those leadership games where you tell someone what to draw yeah you know well, yeah and so you're like describing this mall right and they're trying to draw it yeah but it's, not, like, gonna no. look, it's, <laughs> it's not gonna look the right way <laughs> oh it's it's like it's like plato's parable uh allegory of the cave okay let's go all there. right okay <laughs> so um you imagine you have there's a cave and people are sitting in the cave looking at the cave wall and they've been there since there were babies and they're, this is really terrible, just go with me. Um, but they're chained down, and they are forced to look forward. And all, the, all they can, they don't know this, but there's a fire behind them, and there are people uh, be in front of the fire with, like, paper puppets and stuff, making shapes on the wall. So the people chained in the cave only can see the, the shadows. And whatever they hear, they think it's coming from the shadows. And they're like, oh, this is, this is the truth. This is reality. This is what and we know. This, this is, is what we know. Yeah. Right. So these are the people on Deep Space Nine. <laughs> um, and so they play a game like, oh, I bet, you know, based on what I can see and hear, this is the truth. And then uh, whoever guessed best is the master. And then one day, one of them breaks free and discovers that there's a fire and people. And then he goes outside of the cave and sees what's the sun which was actually causing all this light and stuff um and that is like blows your mind and completely changes your frame of reference and uh and it's the truth and then when he comes back into the cave to tell all the chained up people like hey come on get out of here come see the real thing they're like you're stupid i'm afraid of you let's kill you now Hmm. and so i kind of feel like if you know the people at deep space nine are chained to a cave, mall-wise, experience-wise, are chained to a cave with shadows three steps removed from the truth of what is a mall experience, which is a earth-bound mall. Huh. Okay. So, so I really, I, I think highly of the mall. You do think very <laughs> highly of the mall. And that, um, yeah. yeah, so going with that, um, there's a well there's the books by C.S. Lewis um, The Chronicles of Narnia uh-huh. and in the the book The Silver Chair mm-hmm. in, a, in a similar situation the protagonists find themselves underground mm-hmm. in an underground kingdom and the sorceress who is in charge of this underground kingdom decides that she's going to try to convince them that they don't know any other kingdom besides this underground kingdom. That whatever they have in their mind is just sort of a pale comparison, to use your words, Mm -hmm. of what she's already provided for them in this underground kingdom. Yeah. So, like, you know, they're trying to describe the sun. Yeah. What's this big light that hangs over our heads? And she points at the lamp in the ceiling. You mean, like, this lamp that's in the ceiling? (laughs) You mean there's, there's four lights, Jeff? There are four lights. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> there are four lights. <laughs> so that's sort of the, the opposite. I guess it depends on your perspective. If you prefer the mall as truth, the earthbound mall versus the wormhole mall. So which one would you take? Well, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> Ordinarily, I would say the earthbound mall, but. In this case, I am all in on a wormhole mall. Okay, so why would I, as, um, I mean, we've talked about, I, I'm, I'm pro-transporter. 
Mm -hmm. I'm pro warp drive. Yeah. So what's going to draw me the intergalactic man about the stars? (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) To the wormhole mall. Why? What? What is going to make this weary traveler want to stop there? Well, um, does it have for me? Are you a fan of a pit stop on your road trips? I do like a pit stop. I do too. I'm a big fan of a pit stop. I am a huge fan of truck stops in particular. The can't go wrong. Yeah, the bizarre array of local, locally branded shot glasses to plug in. Who needs that many shot glasses? Well, I do. Okay. <laughs> well, then my, my argument is invalid. I, I, I love tra- travel. I don't know what you call it on Antiques Roadshow, but like Travelaria or Victoriana, Travelania. I don't know. Is there a word like that? Let's, I like that. Okay. Uh, you know, tchotchkes. <laughs> With uh, with uh, oddball r- local things on them. Well, uh, this kind of reminds me of like um, you and I had for a while a postcard collection. Yeah, I still have it. <laughs> I don't have mine as much. I think some of mine got damaged in a couple of floods. Yeah, I uh, Greg was collecting them. Our good friend Greg was collecting them, and then he handed them over to me. I had like hundreds of them from fellow travelers that would bring them back. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm all about that. And I love walking around in the, like the trucker section, yes, the trucker section with like the weird, like trailer necessities. Yeah. And <laughs> a, like appliances, like a plug in <laughs> lighter plug in popcorn maker. Like, I mean, this seems like a bad idea. I mean, it's unless like you're corn, like the corn baller from the rest yeah. of development. <laughs> right. Hi. Oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so I just love to just wander, like, you know, if you recall from our conversation about the transporter, I mean, the, the drudge of a, a road trip is, you know, what I look forward to is I got to get out and look at this truck stop and I got to see all the people and I got to see all the weird stuff they're selling. And, um, and it just, now it, it, it's not like how you know you walk into an art museum and suddenly you feel inspired and all that. I feel inspired going in there but it's from the trash that so sidebar story yeah um we were driving back to Texas one time mm-hmm. um from Tennessee and our route took us through Arkansas and we had just stopped at a truck stop in a little town called Arkadelphia <laughs> okay quite quite a name for a town mm-hmm. <laughs> and i remember my dad was so excited because this truck stop advertised that they had roasted chicken oh yeah okay it's a good he, reason to be excited he was like i've not seen my dad get this excited about food on the road ever <laughs> except for maybe a bag of corn nuts he loves oh. corn nuts, which Side is a truck note. stop staple yes and very hard to find these days i can't find them at all i found them i found them uh south of new philly but uh we'll have to uh, make a trip down yeah and we'll we'll have to do a (laughs) coordinate report yes (laughs) on the road trips so he was super excited about the roasted chicken Mm -hmm. well and i'm I'm a fan of fried chicken Uh, Mm -hmm. my love for fried chicken goes deep yeah deep into the fried (laughs) 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 so i was i was willing to to give this roasted chicken a uh, you know, a try. And uh, I liked it. And we were eating it in the car because dad picked it up in the truck stop and he made a big basket of it, you know, in the big paper basket thing, gave it to us. We got back on the road and this truck passed us. The <laughs> truck pulling chickens. Oh. All these like feathers oh. were flying out of the back of the trailer. <laughs> and I just remember my brother. <laughs> my brother looks at the truck <laughs> and says, Hey, Dad, where are they taking all those chickens? <laughs> <laughs> if my dad, without a, without even losing a beat, <laughs> look at that drumstick you're eating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, you learn lessons on the road. You do, and at the truck stop. At the so, truck stop. 
So I, yeah, think, yeah. We got, I think we have some analogy here that, yeah. that, that's working. Yeah. Um, well, and the, the thing about the truck stop that transcends it from the mall is, is this, I mean, I, you get what you expect in a mall. And you, you certainly don't get what you expect in a truck stop. No, I've not been in a truck stop where I could predict what was going to happen. Yeah, even the ones I've been to multiple times, it's there's always a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I love about Deep Space Nine and why it would get me into warp speed on a transporter <laughs> because you would get, of... You would get a, you'd go to warp speed and then you would take a transporter to get onto the station. Well, how <laughs> I, would, I would take a starship out there and then get in a... Well, I think they can dock starships there. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, hop on a runabout and dock and um, then just kick it on the promenade. And the the thing that is so motivating to me there is that, like, on Deep Space Nine, they have, like, on a space, like, on a Federation ship, right? Everybody's got a North Star, you know, oh, figuratively. Yeah. Uh, we're all, like, for the good of the cause, uh, we are. We have a mission. mission. We have the prime directive. Yep. Guiding our mission. We there's have, rules. There's, yeah. you know, the you know things go wrong, and but people behave in a way that is expected. There's a protocol. Yeah. And then you hop on a Deep Space Nine, and like, yeah, the Federation has a presence there, but they have to make room for the Bajorans, for the Ferengi, for all the travelers that are coming through, mm. and um, <clears throat> you know, and it's just this sort of bubble of chaos that is exciting i mean because you have like as a mall you have similar to the convenience store like you know walls of replicators and the replimat you know where you can go and get replimat yes yes you can go and get your corn nuts and 80 ounce desert washer and uh, (laughs) and various jerkies and meat tornadoes you know (laughs) meat tornadoes (laughs) But you also have the luxury of, you know, maybe I'm going to stay a while, get a room, relax at Quark's Bar, Grill, Gaming House, and Hollow Streets. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> if that's not a truck stop, I'm not sure what is. <laughs> right. Well, I, I would say it's a little bit... I mean, it's... Yeah, I guess so, if it's a Vegas kind of truck stop, right? You got your bar, you got your gambling tables, your, your yeah. Dabo. Dabo? Dabo. Dabo. Dabo Girls. Um, and the hollow suites, which are, you know, you can go hang out in there, check out a lounge act or, you know, pretend you're, uh, I don't know, somebody from Celtic history fighting so war. Refresh my memory. Dabo is a, is a gambling game. Mm-hmm. From what I remember in the only in the few episodes of Deep Space Nine that I've subjected myself to, mm. um, it seems like the game is played by spinning a thing and then yelling Dabo. Like, yeah. I'm not sure basically what other mechanics go into the game except for spin the thing mm-hmm. and then yell, Dabo! And Dabo! Like, yeah. As long as you remember to yell Dabo after you spin, I think you win the game. Is that I, accurate? Sure. I don't know. I know. <laughs> I never really looked into it. But I know they're they're wagering Latinum. Okay. And, and it's it's the only time that I've noticed in the deep space <laughs> that... Uh-huh. Uh, uh, that money comes into play and true and yeah, cause it so, doesn't really come up very much at all in, in any other series right and that's like if you believe the proverb proverb the love of money is the root of all evil i mean you know this if that's true like you know federation starship where you don't need money like you know people aren't you know scheming quite so much yeah and uh and boy quirks Run by a Ferengi, our good friends, businessmen. They are uh, businessmen. Looking for opportunity at every turn. <laughs> um, but Quark's is like really a nice looking bar, and it's got his regular, you know, Morn sits there with his <laughs> to <you> talk, <laughs> and uh, you know, entertaining to sit in amongst all these different kind of people, and some of them up to no good. <laughs> And uh, it's funny, did you have, like, in any of your mall's experiences that you went to regularly, like, was there a guy that was just always there? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Same. There was this there was this dude that um he's always wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a different shirt every time I saw him, but it was always a Dallas Cowboys shirt. Yeah. That's what it was that's what was so weird. Like it stuck out to me like I've not seen anyone who owns that many Dallas Cowboys shirts in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> was this Texas? Yes, it was. Okay, okay well. <laughs> he probably got them at the mall. Probably did. It, um, maybe at the Wormhole Mall. Yeah. Our mall has this older gentleman that he kind of has the look. I And I don't mean to be racist or anything like that. He looks Russian to me. Like, uh, full beard big hair dripping in gold you know like his shirt open low gold chains big gold rings and he just sits in the same bench he's always there whenever i go to the mall even like to this day really yeah and I, you know i never hear him talking to anybody or see him talking to anybody it just reminds me of mourn quite a bit there's like i think in in every mall truck you have your regulars there that kind of part of the part of the fixtures but like the the wormhole mall takes it to the next level from a travel stop it is a travel stop let's don't don't forget that but you can uh there's a well there's a mall cop of course security office you have a segue uh he might as well he's you know being a shapeshifter he could make that happen he could make his own segue yeah he could be his own segue Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and he's always sneaking up on people, chasing them out. I've oh, seen him yeah. impersonate like a glass of water a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah. Like he's some Basically, kind of wonder. I would, trust, I would not trust anything at Quark's. No. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Could be Odo. <laughs> could be a tray. Could be him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, you know, you got to have somebody there who's looking to. Kill the joy. So you got a mall cop. You got your, your, your casino truck stop restaurant. Yeah. You got, you got, an, you got the uh, replomat that you mentioned for the food court. Yep. An infirmary. And oh, every good mall has yeah. to have. A, I would a, say a no. Care clinic next door. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to get that lump checked out. Um. <laughs> When you're on the road and you just don't know what that lump means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, it's pretty tricked out infirmary in here. It's not just a first aid office, which you might find in a mall or in definitely an airport. My mall's never had a first aid office. No. I think at best we had some like, uh, like you know, a couple of the external defibrillator things. Mm-hmm. And some like first aid boxes hanging on the walls in a couple yeah. places, and of course prominently um, displayed fire extinguishers. Just a bunch of them, just yeah. all over the wall. <laughs> Close enough. So the, the nice lady at the information kiosk probably had band aids. Oh yeah. Yeah, back Maybe when they had those. That back teen spray. <laughs> yeah. I we'll swear by that. We'll spray some antiseptic on it. <laughs> Stop crying. <laughs> One thing I used to Tears do. Tears are just pain leaving your body. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that, that story, though, reminds me. When I was a kid, like probably four or five years old, no matter, whenever we went to the mall, I would manage to get separated from my parents. Of course. Yep. And <laughs> my dad was, it got to a point where my dad was like, he he would turn around for a second, and the next thing he would hear was, you know, with the parents of a young child with blonde hair, please come to the cashier, the customer service desk. It happened so many times. He's like, I literally, you were here, and then you're, they're paging me. Like, what is going well, I, on? I had the, I mean, I had the similar, similar, but, but quite different um, common experience of you. Um, I always managed to get my head stuck in between those like wrought iron little <laughs> fence things. They would like half fences that they would have at, at stores, you know. I'd stick my head in somehow, and my head's big for those. I, who've not you seen even my head. get it in there. 
but then I'd somehow get it stuck and <laughs> get an announcement. Uh, does anyone have uh, first aid experience and can help with? <laughs> God. <laughs> so that was my, my that was my experience with malls um, as a kid. Oh. So, um, so we have. I think we've we got some good some good comparisons here. Yeah. I could use a break for a cookie. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get out some of those fortune cookies I got at the mall, <laughs> at the the wormhole mall. They're Jum Jeff flavored. Oh. <laughs> Describe Jum Jeff for our 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 listening public. Oh, here. yeah, and you can. There's a you know um a a stand in the middle of Deep Space Nine that sells Jum Jeff sticks, which are these gray, large popsicle-looking things uh, that are extremely sweet confections, and uh, right. they they make them from the sap of a jumja tree. You said gray. They look gray to me. Like they might be a little variegated, but every time I see it, I'm like, ooh, that that that's gross. Well, I. I think I would probably not take the jumja stick. Well, it it does have a lot of vitamin C in it, Jeff. So. Oh well, maybe I should use that. <laughs> I don't want to get scurvy. In space. Yeah. Space right. scurvy. But I guess I could go to the infirmary if I get it. Right, or you could go to the Replenat and get some corn nuts, a glass of Sunny Lime D. Juice. Yeah. Or what? Margarita. <laughs> yeah, some good old synthahol in there. Good old, old space margaritas. <laughs> Margaritas in space! <laughs> 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 we'll call right. Wesley over for our cookie. Yeah. Coming! Here's your cookies. <laughs> Wesley, your voice seems to have changed <laughs> from last week. <laughs> you I'm playing around with the, the you playing with that warp bubble, bubble again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> ah, fortune cookies. Fortune cookies again. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. All right. What's yours say? Mine says. Hold on. I had it. I dropped the the fortune. <laughs> well, it kind of burned the paper a little bit, so not my fault. Okay. Here we go. Wesley. Talk is cheap. Synthahol costs money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hmm. That's a real thinker. Talk is cheap. Synthahol costs money. I wonder what context that would apply. Well. Going to Corks. Mm-hmm. You can sit down and talk. You, if you're going to buy something, mm-hmm. you'll probably listen a little bit. If you're not going to buy anything, you're not going to last long in Corks. Well, yeah. Hmm. What is Synthahol, by the way? Is it, does it have no intoxicating... It is alcohol without the intoxication. What what is the point of that exactly? It's for a kinder, gentler federation. <laughs> well well, I know on quarks that they sell real alcohol. They do. Hardcore, like and stuff that, you shouldn't be able to get. Right. Like I can understand synthahol on on a starship. Well, it's a repo mat. Yeah. But, like, and that would be a benefit of a, of a wormhole mall at the center of all these different, like, you know, cultures and things. Like, just imagine the different kinds of libations you could have. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to do it for free. No. There's got to be someone making some money off of the synthahol, those, those large distillery giants. 
you know, yeah. of the future. Those like, you know. replicator manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs> they have like little Synthahol tequila tabs, tablets. They drop in yeah, water. And, and you, can, you can get the little mini ones for your, your, <laughs> your shuttle flights. Because <laughs> mm. it's the taste of tequila that really does it for people. Yes, that's what everyone always says. <laughs> yeah. I order margaritas for the taste of the tequila. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, thanks, Leslie. That well, was a what do you yeah. think? <laughs> Mine says, sell the sizzle, not the steak. Ooh. I like that a lot. I like that one a lot. Talk about something that is like intrinsically Ferengi. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. That's like, that's like, that's like sell the experience. Not yeah not the merchandise right which is what basically malls are yeah you know Ooh. it's yeah. all about the getting together and a mix of people you don't quite know you know we'll have to share a link um i'll put it up on the um on the website of like the star trek propaganda prints yeah that people have been doing recently <laughs> like explore deep space yeah like, like you know like 30s and 40s era works progress administration type posters <laughs> <laughs> cool but set in the star trek universe like that's awesome. the experience of like we're building your future come and join starfleet you know <laughs> <laughs> these grandiose things yeah well if you think about it, like malls are all sizzle right it's yeah. all about mm, like dance, luring dance. you in with the scent of something whether mm-hmm. it's perfume or Cinnabon. Clothes or Cinnabon, <laughs> God forbid. Um, or anti-pretzel. Yeah, it's a way to lure you in and and into this uh, escape mm-hmm. from reality. Yep. And and I think that's what I love the most about it is that like when you're in a mall or a truck stop or a space station or an airport, you are contained in a world with different different rules slightly and um also this sort of potential for adventure and i I, and that's like that sell the that sizzle is what i'm after i fall for it every time jeff you do i do i tend to avoid malls yeah i agree with you that way i i'm not so much enamored with them although i do like walking around in them and i particularly like walking around in malls that are dying mm. um yeah that, that is a point that i i agree with you on yeah that's something I, weirdly like attractive to a dying or dead mall yeah like yeah. there um the mall i mentioned earlier that has the jc penny and nothing else <laughs> like and there's an exit or an entrance into the main mall from the women's department in JCPenney. And it's that door's open. Like you can walk out there and, and the, the original, like, or the, at least the latest decor, which was probably early nineties style, mm. you know, white tile color blocks of things, oh, yeah. the fake plants, the skylights, and then like empty, empty stores. And it's just so, like, it must be what the wormhole mall felt like at first. Like, when the Cardassians when left, first, and the like, merchants when were... When they first got into it? Yeah, when the merchants were, like, jumping, jumping ship. And there's another one we uh gone to a couple times in Statesville, North Carolina, the Statesville Mall. Mm. And, it, and it's, like, it's got an IHOP and a deli and, like, kind of a, a shop of, like, you'd see at a border Mexican border or something like with purses and hats and belts and things like that. And then like a bath and body works. And then, but the fountains are still like these beautiful concrete fountains and they're still working and you know, the plants and stuff. And then it's just like the stores you can see in through the windows and there's just like desks knocked over and, you know, like old hangers and trash and stuff. And it's just, 
it really is. Maybe that's the connection for me because I'm fascinated with the abandoned malls, dying malls, and um, and then I really have a deep, deep love for Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's part of it. That sort of um, how they rise from the ashes, really, uh, because a lot of abandoned malls don't get a fate like that. Like Rolling Acres, for example, like it's full of dead animals and you know dangerous things and. Uh, At this it, point, there's not much left standing. No. I recently saw something on Vice about, like, a skateboarder who likes to skateboard through these things, and um, he did a tour of Rolling Acres as it stands today, and it is it is scary. Yeah. Um, but there are other malls, you know, that have transformed themselves. Like, some of them, like, you know, you can find churches in them. <laughs> you know, people yeah. take over an old store and turn it into a church or turn it uh, into a a college yeah i've heard of like community centers and, and like mm-hmm. homeless shelter type situations too stuff like that yeah so i mean and, and this is done without the benefit of a you know stable wormhole to attract people there but um i don't know i i you know we're careless with our architecture and our history um and to it's also like to see something preserved from 25 30 years ago it's you don't get to see that much in our country anyway. But it, but the I guess Deep Space Nine really gives you hope, gives me hope about how you know people can find value in in the far corners of the universe and really turn it into something spectacular. I like that. Yeah. So scorecard. Scorecard. Home all. Ten. Ooh. 10 out of 10 no questions asked okay i would love to like sit up on the second floor of the promenade and look down over and watch just watch people okay i would love to go to quarks <laughs> <laughs> i would love to store something valuable in the assay office in the assay office yes i guess i'd like to try to see if i could sneak past odo yeah I don't know if I'm a 10. I know I've been real forward on a couple of the, of my choices so far, like pretty high up on the list, but yeah, I don't know. It, it does move. It has the thrusters. Yeah, I'm, kind of working, I'm working out the math here in my head, Jenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take your time. Um, I, think I'm, I think I'm around, I think I'm around a seven. Okay. I feel like seven is, you know, like net promoter. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not ambivalent. I'm not a detractor. You're not a promoter. I'm not a promoter because it's not like I want to go there all the time. Whereas, like, Warp Drive, I want to use right now, and I will never not want to use Warp Drive. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. Warp Drive. <laughs> warp Drive. Especially after a long meeting. Right, right. Well, I don't know. I'm all about it. I love the anarchy of it. I love the um, that it's rickety. I love that um, there's oftentimes like, you know, you've got religious forces in play in there, which you know, it is a beautiful design though. Deep yeah. Space Nine itself is a beautiful yeah. design. I might I might kick it up to an eight. Yeah. Well, it is kind of dark, <laughs> but uh, there's just a lot of cool stuff happening. The That's... external, the external is really is oh, quite yeah. striking. The internal design is a little, but. Yeah, you definitely could use a makeover. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm about an eight. Okay, that's cool. I'd go higher than a ten if I could. I know you would. <laughs> Which is a first here on the on the series so far. This is the first time yeah. that Jenny has ranked one of the tech tracks higher than, than I have. <laughs> so. Mark this day, this auspicious yeah. day. It's my love for the break from the dull that okay. is a road trip, that is your teenage life, that is, mm. you know, a long trek somewhere. Okay. It's a it's an oasis and a and a something to to occupy your mind on the dull hours ahead. All right, I'm getting going overboard. I well, really like you're, it. You're you're going into the world of rhapsodic, which yeah. I, I like. Um, it, I'll does die me, it does remind me of, of Grandpa Klingon. Oh yeah. 
And uh, he shared with me earlier a little word of wisdom for us to talk about real quick here. Okay. Um, speaking of waxing rhapsodic, mm-hmm. um, his, his quote in the Klingon, mm-hmm. mind you. Okay. Mechaboch kadach tzulv kone. Which means only a fool fights in a burning house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which maybe we could draw towards the analogy of like, you know, you're getting on, you're you're in the middle of your road trip. You need to have your your pit stop. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe not the best place to, to cause an argument with someone. You know, maybe maybe back down a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, like needing to be the first in line to pay for your pickled random things and local paraphernalia. You know, maybe be calm instead of fighting. Right. Like, yeah, don't want to cause anything to make the space station, you know, faulty in any way. It, it kind of reminds me of like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. You know, when they when they try to when they when they prank Seabass, you know, with the <laughs> with. He's going to pay for our meal. <laughs> and, and then, the, you know, it cuts to them about 10 minutes down the road. And he's like, that was a great plan. What happened? Well, in the movie, they caught up to him and slit their throats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, don't fight in a burning house. Fool, only a fool. Because, I mean, really, if you think about it, you'd probably want to spend your time putting out the fire instead of yeah. fighting. Or getting to wherever else you're going to go. Yeah. And, you know, that's actually good advice, come to think about it, because I don't know if you've been in this situation (laughs) where there are huge problems going on and people are just yelling at you. Yeah. Yep. And and what they're yelling at is not usually, you know. Helpful. Of material help. (laughs) Right. The situation that you're in. (laughs) We're in this, like, I wouldn't say I've ever been in a fire, knock on wood, uh, uh, but I I have been in situations where people's hair has been on fire. That's different. In a metaphorical way. And, you know, all we were doing is trying to figure out who was to blame and not, like, trying to sort out the fire. Yeah. So that actually applies to a lot of things. Grandpa Klingon came up with a winner tonight. He sure did. I'm going to stitch that on a pillow. <laughs> and then you can sell it at the right. Mall. <laughs> mall. I'm gonna have my own pillow kiosk. <laughs> yes. yes. Pillows with Klingon aphorisms. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be brilliant. Be one of those, like, be one of those like kind of almost like standalone carts in the middle yeah, of the mall. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Rest your head on Grandpa Klingon's folksy wisdom. You'll never sleep the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right well, i think true. that'll that'll probably wrap us up then yeah um, a couple words that we always have towards the end is um if you like what you heard drop us a review um five stars are always helpful yeah uh <laughs> let us know what you think give us some comments if you liked it great if you don't keep it to yourself yeah zip it <laughs> we don't I'm need really... negative vibes yeah we, you know, we like what we're doing. We like you. You can like us. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you need to want to find me somewhere, I'm really easy to find on Twitter. Yeah. Literally, I'm at Jeff Kirk. So yeah. find me and, you know, let me know what you think. <laughs> I'm a little more difficult to find because I'm a little bit more mysterious. I'm at Jenny 7 SSS. Three S's. Guys, catch that. So. I will come up with a oh, Shirley Sassy Sally. So what that stands for? Shirley Sassy Sally. No, you know what it stands for? Shapeshifter Sally. Because oh. our, our next episode, we're going to tackle shapeshifters. Can't wait. We have yeah. some good ones. We have some good ones to call in, into play here. So it, it'll be good. Uh, there's more than one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes please you can follow us on twitter uh you can also leave us comments and we also appreciate gentle and kind constructive criticism we do i was i was being 
funny, yeah. but we do we do appreciate gentle, kind criticisms. Yeah. Yes. As long as it's constructive. And if you if you know people who might like this kind of thing, you know, sell the sizzle yeah. for us. I heard. Um, so this was the other one, Jenny. Okay. Is okay. If if you're listening to this and you want other people to listen to it with you, mm-hmm. share it. Yeah. Take a picture of you listening to the podcast. Share it on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or wherever you want to do that. Yeah. And then tag us. Let us know. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. That wraps up the wormhole mall, I think. All right. Well, then, till next time, I'm Jeff. I'm Jenny. And thanks for listening. Thanks. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.